This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. I am your host, John Allen, and today, I don't know if you can see her stubby little hands, but Snoopy's off to the, there you go. Hi, Snoop. Hello there. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. Um... You know, it's kind of interesting that allergy uh, uh, medicine I'm taking, I don't feel any symptoms, but when I look at my face on the monitor, I can see my eyes are swollen. Hmm. You know, we were out mm-hmm. walking and stuff, but right. I don't, they don't itch or anything. Huh. Well, so, that's, it's working then. Pretty much anyway. The medicine, I, I mean. Yeah, I guess I don't care if my eyes are swollen, as long as they're not itching and all that I, stuff. I don't really see it. Yeah, I see it. Uh-huh. Oh, you got beautiful eyes. Oh. Yes, you do. Why do you say these things? Because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a romantic walk this morning. A romantic walk this morning. It was mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Now, that's the first time in quite a while that we had a a real walk. Mm-hmm. We had the, you know, when uh, NRK was filming us. Right. The other day. But uh, that was the first time we've had a real walk in about three weeks. And I, I, I've been kind of using the weather as an excuse. It's been raining. But it was that's, cold when NRK was here. It was freezing. Yeah, but that's no excuse. because Well, well you know, that's no excuse for us not to walk in. That's if, true. If we were walking, like you know, a regular walk, we wouldn't have been cold. We that's were true. sitting a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah, and walking super slow. Yeah. So yeah. by the time this episode airs, this will actually air on Saturday. And it's on Saturday evening Norwegian time. at 1900 Norwegian time, which is, well, I guess it doesn't matter what time it is in the States. They, they're not going to be able to watch it. Anyway, 1 p.m. East Coast in the U.S., 7 p.m. or 1900 in Norway. Um, there's going to be a little feature of, there's going to be a little feature of me on the, on NRK news, primetime news on Saturday. And um, that was an interesting day. It was fun. It was very tiring, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting there thinking, though, I bet they could um, get it in because it's just an app, NRK uh, app on um, on this yeah. app thing. Uh, okay, yeah, if you and guys then, want, yeah. go check it out. You won't understand yeah. a word that's being said. It's all in Norwegian, but... Yeah, <laughs> but still, they'll see it. Anyway, as I was saying before... <laughs> uh, no, it, it's, uh, it was an interesting day, but it was very tiring. I think one reason that it was tiring was because, uh, and and hats off, shout out to, to Arnfin uh, Nigor, Arnfin Nigor, a uh, fantastic journalist with NRK, who was asking me some very uh, good questions, you know, making me think, you know, putting me into that, uh, that thinking box, um, making me... Um, what are you doing? Put your microphone more up. My microphone is up. Well, you're disappearing every no, now and then. No, that's the gate that's going to clip. Don't, Snoop. Leave the, leave the technical things to me. Okay? I don't think so. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> they can hear. They can hear. <laughs> this right, is a okay. regular organic conversation. Uh, okay. okay. You don't want me to swallow the mic like this. Of course. <laughs> you filthy thing. Well, that's, that's this what... isn't that kind of podcast. Oh, Stop talking dirty like goodness. that. Get your mind out of the gutter, Miss Rees. Anyway. No, because he made me think about some things that I, I mean, I, I think about these things that he, these questions he was asking, but, but, um, 
you know, for the purposes of expressing myself for this, uh, this profile that they were filming, I had to kind of go maybe a little bit deeper into detail than what I normally do on this podcast, for example. Okay. Talking about my feelings, you know, about mm. Johnny dying and mm-hmm. things like that. Whereas on the podcast, I pretty much just talk about Johnny dying and how I'm dealing with it. But I think, you know, and it depends on what they what they clip and how they edit it. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what will come out. But um, there were moments where I was talking more about my feelings, how, to, how I feel. Well, that's a Johnny popular journalist question nowadays, it seems like. It's been for a few years. <laughs> what did you feel? When you saw that man being shot, what did I you didn't feel, feel his. Uh, yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. a yeah. But anyway, uh, but it was mm-hmm. uh, it was so it was kind of a heavy day. I mean, I yeah. enjoyed it. I really did. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, it was like um, lightening the burden for 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 you know during that 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 time. But, um, but uh, it was yeah. rough too. Yeah, because that's why you initially started this podcast. Uh, wasn't it in order to yeah after at your suggestion you 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 told me you've been telling me for years that I should do a podcast or get into radio or something like that mm-hmm. uh, Snoopy's my number one fan <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so so yeah so I was I was upset and depressed and I didn't know how to deal with uh, with Johnny's passing and 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 I said something along the lines, I need to find a new focus. I need to find something to not take my thoughts and my attention away from what had happened, but just to, to uh, just to give me a, something else in addition to think about, you know, start a new project or do something like that. And then you said something along the lines of, I should stop thinking about doing a podcast which I had been for some time before that, and I should just do it. So I did, and here we are. And here we are. This will be episode, what, 130, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Episode 130 in about 14 months of podcasting. That's a lot of work. That's a lot that's of, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no Joe Rogan. <laughs> but Well, but, um, getting there. On your way. Somebody said I was Norway's answer to Joe Rogan. Well, that's pretty cool. I've heard that a couple of times. I don't know if I can... I'm not insulted. I'm not insulted No, you should say thank you. And I do. Thank you. And and just... And leave it at that? And leave it at that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love love Joe's podcast. He has some interesting people. I don't agree with everything that his guests or he says, but I love that format where... Um, you know, people can just forget about being censored, forget about uh, if anyone's going to be offended. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just talk. I love that format. That's what I'm, that's, that's what, what I do you here. Have, though. That's what I do here. Yeah. yeah. And you have interesting people. Oh, absolutely. A lot of interesting people. <laughs> like I said, this will be episode 130 and you know, some people have been on a couple, three times, but for the most part, it's a different guest every time. Mm-hmm. And then I have some episodes where I'm solo as well. And then you come on. But but in those 130 episodes, what I'm getting at is there's a lot of people that I have met and spoken with. And some of them have become good friends and good sources of of um, inspiration. 
In fact, I'm, I'm inspired by every single one of them. That's why I asked them on because they do something or they've said something or there's something about them that inspires me, motivates me. And that is a lot of, that's a lot of knowledge to talk to that many interesting people. I mean, there's some cool people that I have spoken with. It is. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and you're having fun. I'm having a lot of fun. It's therapeutic. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I cannot not be happy and have fun when I'm doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy and I have fun otherwise, but there's also the heavy moments outside of this, right. this studio. But when, when I'm podcasting, rest assured, I'm, I'm in my element and I'm happy. It's, um, yeah, that's, that's why I'm doing this. I'm trying to learn, trying to heal, trying to get better. Trying to be better for others. Yeah, and then you are getting, you have gotten a lot of attention and um, yes. in in public attention in in yes. the media here in Norway, and you and you got that actually pretty quick. What do you mean? Yeah, you were interviewed um, last year, um, about a year ago. You know when all the um, Riot stuff about uh, after George Floyd um, yes. yeah. and all that. You you were on in the media quite a bit after that. And, and it's kind of continued. I was. A lot of radio, a, po- a, a Norwegian podcast, radio, um, TV. Right. Several TV. Uh, what, four? News. I've been four, four times on the TV. Five times. Four? Five. I don't remember. I'm not Three times anymore. on NRK, twice on TV. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Something like Some, that. Yeah, who's Something counting? Like who's counting? I'm not. Hmm. Sure I am. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, it's kind of been a whirlwind experience from last summer up until now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just tells me I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It's it's weird when all of a sudden people want to hear what you have to say. It's strange. It's a it's a strange feeling. You know what? I don't but think that's strange. I do. I don't think so. I'm not so. saying it's bad. No, but <laughs> it's not strange. You're a smart man. And and you you uh you do a lot of thinking. Oh yes. And and I do you do are that. so good at wording yourself and and expressing yourself in a in a <clears throat> a good way. You're diplomatic. You are, are very, um, uh, what do you say, um, respectful f- to people, uh, and and uh, and you you're smart. You 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 ask you good at asking questions, asking questions well, so that you, make people talk and open up a little, and and get the get the information out there. I think and the so most on. important part of what and you said there. And got a sexy voice. Ah, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Why are you always telling me to be quiet and stop it? Stop it, Mr. Rees. Well, you know, altus indeed. All things in their own time, she says. No, um, I think the most important thing of what you said there is the thing about respect. You know, I respect other people and and their views. That is so important because we're starting to, (laughs) we have started to lose that for quite Mm -hmm. some time. I think something happened, especially. Well, I think it started in the United States with uh, with with the previous with the previous administration, mm-hmm. where 
the leadership in that administration, uh, Trump, uh, made it cool to, not to be, be to be an ass. Yeah, made it cool to um, to be rude. Um, turned political correctness into a curse word, almost. You know, um, you know, stop being politically correct. You know, they they made politically correct overshadow the definition of just being kind and understanding and and it's and it's spread throughout the u.s and, and it's here in norway too mm-hmm. uh you know just look at the comments section on any uh, mm-hmm. uh news bureau here in norway when they post something online just look at the comments section it's so ugly yeah. and you know what what happened the normal decency the normal decency and uh, that you saw just 10 years ago or, or not even that it's gone. Mm. It's it's. Uh, what happened to that? What happened to you know being nice and and decent? Just decent. Just decent. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have um, to be. Uh, don't, you don't have to be. Uh, don't kiss and hug yeah, all the time and all that. Decent. Yeah. Just be decent. Yeah. You know. It, it. It. It almost. It's almost like it's been made cool to be a jerk. And and that's sad. So I, I I try to do my part. You know, you say I respect you know others, on my you know on my podcast, and I try to do that in life in general. But I I think that's important. We need to see more people. Yeah, I'll say go out of their way mm-hmm. to be kind to others, because something has to combat this ugliness. You know, the yin and the yang. There has to be balance, yep. and something has to combat this this wave of ugliness, this thread of meanness that's going throughout society, both here in Norway, but also back home in the States. I'm wondering, it's sad. I'm wondering, um, the generation that's coming after us now, you know, like our kids, um, they seem to be more respectful and decent than the 40 year olds and plus that are around. They do seem to be. You know, yeah. they're the ones that care. Yeah, and they... they uh, About society, about the environment, mm-hmm. about the political situation, about people. Right, and, and they, they think... Sometimes they're a little misguided and they oh, don't really course. understand yeah. how to express that. You know, for, you know, with the cancel culture, for example, I call it the consequence culture. Sometimes that goes a little, little mm-hmm. too far, and that's driven by that younger generation. Maybe the older people in our kids' generation, you know, the twenty-somethings, up to thirty, maybe those people. So, but but I don't think they're misguided. I think they believe they truly are trying to make a change for the better. But you can't tell me that. Uh, yeah, how do I say this? I almost said you can't tell me that that uh, that you know right wingers in the in, in the U.S trying to change things for the better. I think they're trying to change things for their own benefit, which is something that's totally different from the betterment of society. You know, a couple of things. I think that this social media thing, I think that uh, people 40 plus, they don't really know, a lot of them don't really know how to act with social media and how to deal with it, basically. And there is kind of the root to the undecency that we see. Uh, but also, ju- when you mentioned this, um, the right wing, uh, what you just said, um, 
and the, it, the it, far right extreme people and the right and 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 the, and the rudeness and ugliness and and, yeah. and all that and I, I just I got kind of like a little flashback back to uh, nursing school when we when we had um, you know when we were um, learning about dementia where uh, people who has been very proper very polite and nice and all that all of a sudden change mm. the personality where they become totally opposite and um of course that's that's a physical damage but but it's seems... talking about after some brain damage of some a stroke right. or something yeah or or or, or um you know just becoming dementia it's it's you know that it's a damage in your brain um but <laughs> But what I was uh, going at is that it seems like I wonder if some of these uh, extreme right wing people uh, are they are they kind of tired or something of 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 holding their true inner huh. things. I'll tell you what back? they're tired of, or what they're. It's not about being tired of something. I think they're afraid. They fear. They see the change in America. They see this younger generation coming up. Yeah. They see the rise. They see the rise in the number of, I of know, new immigrants, I know. and they're afraid of that. So they're doing. They're getting desperate. So they're doing these crazy, extreme things and coming up with these knucklehead, uh, lowbrow policies uh, to suppress this this change that is coming. This change that is here. It's it's already. You know, th there's a reason why the Republican Party represents what. I hear different things from 30 to 33% of the voting electorate. There's a reason for that. Yeah, but, but I was... They're a minority. Yeah. But they what, are. But what and, they, I was, and, and that scares them. But up until uh, around 2015, around there, uh, it seemed like they, even though they had, they didn't like the changes, because the change has been going on, um... Well, I should shouldn't say fifteen. It was actually before that, um, but the last ten years or so, um, it seems like they are now. Because I don't think that they all of a sudden got these thoughts. I think that they um, the combination of social media. Twenty five percent of the American electorate is Republican. You're not listening to what I I'm am, saying. But I just looked that up. I wanted to clarify. I don't want. I want to get my facts right. Yeah, I'm so, listening. Uh, yeah. See, now I lost my, uh, what I was going to say. Come on, girl. Focus, focus. Oh, focus. Yeah, anyway. So, the last 10 years or so, um, there's been the, there's been a big change, you know, with Obama being a president, for instance. Yeah. And, um, and I think that... Um, You're talking about the fact that he was black. Right. Yeah, that some, right. of, some of them of people course. lost their minds because exactly. of that. Exactly. And never but, again, they're, think, they're thinking. Yeah, but the changes has been going on, you this, know. With the, all the way back from the, sure. the 60s and, and all that. Um, but I think the combination of social media and that they're <clears throat> they, they just tired of, of trying to be proper and nice and, and decent and they can't take it anymore. So now they let let it go, <laughs> so to speak. Now, I don't know about that, but I, yeah, do, I, I do believe that they fear the changes that are apparent. They fear the changes that they have seen. And I'm telling you, uh, and it's funny because you'll hear some of them say, well, uh, Obama made race relations worse. No, the 
race relations, if they were made worse, they were made worse because you couldn't stand that a black man was in the White House. Period. Just admit that. And, and I wish they would just admit that. Well, I get it that they don't because they need to fool their, they need to fool their electorate. They need to fool their followers. Um, that's why they did all this stuff calling him, you know, calling Obama a Hitler, a closet Muslim, uh, that he was a closet gay and Michelle was really a man. That's why they can't, that's why they couldn't stick to the facts. They couldn't admit that they just didn't like him because he's a black guy. So mm -hmm. they got to come up with these other things. <clears throat> they managed to keep a distance to, to that part. Uh, that's why they can yeah. claim to not be racist and get away with it mm -hmm. because they had a good cover story mm -hmm. and they still do. And when I say they, I'm talking about the leadership yeah. in the Republican Party. I have friends who I'm, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure from what they say, they voted Republican. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a problem with that. Oh, no, 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 no. I no. question it. No. I, I do. Yeah, well, I question well, when it. They, I don't have a problem with it, per no. se. I'm not going to lose friends because they vote Republican. But I'll lose, I have lost friends because they have they've in a way gotten i almost said they've yeah. almost gotten it's almost like they've gotten a thumbs up oh gosh okay it's okay to say these mm -hmm. racist things right okay yeah it's okay to be to say these homophobic exactly. and transphobic things. Yep. and then they start saying them and then they're gone i just right. i can't i can't deal with with anybody like that i mm -hmm. won't deal with anybody like that but yeah. if you have if you lean republican in your politics that's no not problem. an issue with my but with with me but it's become an issue for a lot of people if you're democrat and 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 your friend is republican you just can't speak to each other anymore and i just think that i think that's wrong you know i, I don't it, it's like with, we have so many different political parties and it doesn't matter you know what you vote just be decent just be a nice person and vote what you want is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, but not you know, I voted a party that you don't like. Mm. And I almost you left did. you too. Well you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's a yeah, perfect example. Yeah, but, yeah. but you hear all the uh, you hear a lot of people I mean it's become a curse word to call someone a liberal. It's mm -hmm. almost like a curse word. Mm. Or 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 uh, Yeah, and it and it's just it's, it's just gotten so ugly. And I think all of that started because people lost their minds because Obama was president, a black man was president. And then uh, Trump, he, got, he has almost this snake-like intelligence where he intelligence? saw the... Huh? Intelligence? Yeah. He saw this... Look, he's not a... He's, He's very ignorant and very, he shows very little intelligence about a lot of things, but he does have this instinct, this, this snake-like instinct type mm. of thing where he saw the climate in the United States and he knew what to say and do mm. to use that to his benefit. I mean, it put him in the White House. Yeah. That but... is an achievement. It's a horrible, disgusting achievement, but he did get it done. And, and I hope that, that, I hope America, I think America learned something. I think the very fact that this man did not become president for the second time shows that America learned something. Uh, you I cannot be complacent. You cannot be lazy. You cannot not vote. Because when you don't vote, the other side will win. Well, I'm not so sure that they learned. Because, uh, you know, the the if they... Uh, 
you just go back uh, to the to uh, to the between the second uh, the first and the second world war you have the history there and you can you can definitely um, see the same um, uh, like the red line uh, that was then how it brought Hitler to power yeah but we're talking about America now yeah but if if uh, those uh, a lot of Republicans if they knew about that history if they remember that from their history books they yeah. would have recognized Trump and what he was doing and what he's all about. But one thing of the Republican part that the Republican Party does that makes them so strong is they are history deniers. They are yeah. history manipulators. Look at them. They yeah. don't they don't even want to acknowledge um, the Tulsa massacre from yeah. nineteen twenty one. Yeah. They or go they, back they even closer, wanna, the sixth of January. Oh, the sixth of January. Yeah. Right. So, so they yeah. they have this thing where they want to d deny or rewrite history. Mm. Um, you have uh, you have that knucklehead Rick Santorum saying that Native Americans have zero to contribute. Uh, they have contributed nothing to America uh, up through through our history. Um, you have uh, I have friends who have rolled their eyes and walked away when I mentioned things like Tulsa. They refuse to believe that that happened. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so that's the climate that we're in. So I, I guess I'm, I'm doing my part to shine a light on that and to amplify truth and positivity. And I put my story out there along those lines. My mm -hmm. whole thing about uh, about Johnny and everything. There's still people who tell me that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you, you you tell you talk about that so openly. Well, I couldn't believe I spoke I spoke about it openly when I first started speaking openly about it. But I see the benefits of that both for myself and for other people who could possibly find some comfort or some inspiration or a new idea on how to deal with a similar situation mm -hmm. um so that's that's why i podcast yeah. to gain yeah. that knowledge for myself but also put knowledge on the table for others there's a plate full of good old knowledge eat, eat it up people you know, don't let it spoil. Mm -hmm. Eat that up and see. And, and I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of guru because no, it's no, not so it's, much me. It's it, as mm -hmm. it is the conversation I have with my guests. Yeah, that's where there are things that could things that I've definitely learned from mm -hmm. through these conversations with my guests. And um, and my hope is that other people can learn something as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was laughing earlier when you were talking about dementia, but it's not because I was laughing at dementia. I was laughing at your cute little ways of mispronouncing things in your in your phrasing. And then I started thinking, and I almost was going to interrupt you and tease you about it, but then I thought maybe I should be a little quiet because this episode is going to air the same day that that uh, news thing will mm -hmm. air. And I keep thinking, oh my gosh, what if they text my Norwegian because it's bad? <laughs> And, I just, and then you would never let me, you would never let me hear the end of that. So I can't, um, no, I, I, uh, I did notice as the day went on the, you know, and the more tired I got and mm -hmm. my shoulder was aching and all that stuff that it got harder and harder. I, I am very comfortable speaking Norwegian, but speaking Norwegian at that level mm -hmm. for that purpose 
for that many hours in a row was rough. I felt it. I felt it. Well, it's it's. But as long as they don't text it, text me. Yeah, but it's also because you're out of practice. You haven't, you know, you haven't spoken or that's true that long because that's you used true. to do it all day long, all day long, every day. Yeah, but yeah. now since you and know working your from home is perfect. Yeah, it is. But now Pretty working much. from home I, and speaking only English here at home, which I will continue to do. <laughs> um, Except when you say up. Askaringida up. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, it's just funny. Why? Because up, up. Yeah, but I don't speak Norwegian to you guys. I speak English to you guys. No, but I hear when oh, you... When I'm on the phone or something. Right. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Up. 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 Yeah, but yeah. I say up, but that's not wrong. No, it's not that's wrong, dialect. but it doesn't... But it, uh, yeah, well, it doesn't it's just what? funny. Yeah, but why is it funny? It's it, it's your language. Uh, Do people uh, in Norway say up instead of up? Some people do. Okay, so it's not wrong what I said. No, it's then. not wrong. It's a dialect. I speak what I heard. <laughs> yes, you do. If you want to blame somebody, you blame Hellbillies. That's you blame true. Lars Hovard, Oshlag, mm-hmm. and Arna. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that write that mess. Yeah. They're, I'm the one that listens to that mess, <laughs> which then led me to speak that mess. So it's not my fault. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm just true. a child of my environment, okay? Yeah. Yeah, but listen, we're gonna cut this short because I'm gonna go out and uh, and work on my porch. Oh, okay. This is the coming on podcast with Snoopy. Yes, you make the decisions. <laughs> no, but this this was a good yeah. conversation. Um, it did me well to good. have it. Good. I'm Talk glad. a little bit about why I podcast and the meaning yeah. behind it and everything. And I think it is important to say when it comes to grieve, grief, grief, grieving. Yeah. That Gosh, don't text is, my Norwegian, please. <laughs> that it is is different from each person, and <laughs> and uh, and a lot of people, um, when when a somebody they know have lost um, somebody close, like tragically, I'm not talking about maybe losing an old grandparents, uh, but um, more like um, losing. What happened to the sound? Nothing. Just speak into oh. the microphone. Uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> a lot of people are afraid of approaching that person who has lost somebody and and just say something like, hey, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? I'm thinking about you. Those things. And, and it's so yeah. important to to do that, even though it is it maybe feel un- feels uncomfortable. Just do it anyway, because... Uh, for a lot of people, I think uh, not talking about the person who died mm-hmm. is is and not and and noticing people crossing the street to avoid you because you lost uh, your child. Yeah. That hurts even more. Well, I can speak on that mm-hmm. briefly because I know you want to wrap this up. Uh, if we can go back to because you know when Johnny died, I was. I, could, I had no way to be involved in his burial. burial. I just I right. found out after the fact that, okay, on this day they had buried him. Right. Um, and when uh, my good friends oh my gosh. came oh. here, that was one of the most oh. beautiful things that anyone has ever done for me. Mm-hmm. My friends came over here and gathered up and had a, a memorial service here at our home. Yeah. I got to say their names. Was Yo, I was just thinking about say their names. It was Henning Remme. Hey, Stein Remme. Lasse Hafreager, uh, Ivar Stendhal, Elin. and Elin Eggen. Mm-hmm. 
and Alan took her guitar with her and sang and everything. And it was just beautiful. And um, that, 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 that is true. That was beautiful. That, that is was, true yeah. compassion right there. Yeah. I, I, that is probably the most truthful compassion I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. Those people gave me a lot of love on that day. And I can say this as well. Just yesterday, my good friend uh, Ed Imond mm-hmm. called me and said, hey, man, he basically he said he can see that I'm struggling. And this is very unusual because Norwegians don't get yeah, deep we're like cold this. People. But Raymond told me uh, that he can see that I've been struggling. Uh, he's impressed that I'm, I continue doing my podcast, but he sees that I'm struggling and he just wanted to check in and hear my voice. Is that beautiful? That's so nice. That is what he said. Yeah. Yep. And that was, um, it was made even more beautiful because that's quite unusual for Norwegians. You guys it just is. don't get down on that level. Well, but he's from we, Northern we Norway, do. so that says a lot. We do, but uh, we have to kind of, um, uh, I probably should a- answer this phone. But anyway, we probably, we do, but we have to know you very good, you know. It's still ringing. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Okay, we're going to wind this up. Snoop's got to go. I'm losing my guest here. So this has been, um, I don't know, Coffee Talk with Snoop for this episode of the Coming On Podcast with John Allen. For those of you, don't lean into the camera. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pixelate your face again. Can I get a quick, uh, uh, here, give me your paw. (laughs) I'm not going for that one again. I need a screenshot. I'm serious. Just give me your hand. Come on. My hand, yeah. Yeah. Uh. There. (laughs) All right. Well, goodbye now. Uh, for those of you who are listening um, or watching, please look at the comments section of this episode, and that will show you where you can donate. Uh, we appreciate your donations. Uh, I'm just a, just a guy trying to survive here. Uh, if you appreciate the content, throw in a dollar or two or a hundred, <laughs> whatever you'd like to do. Um, I'm just joking. But you can find uh, ways to donate in the comments section of, of this episode. Uh, subscribe. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, be well, be loved, and love. Bye now. Okay, Snoop.